drive him home. If you see my little red rooster, please drive him home.
Councilman Bughouse Square, thanks for doing what you got to do to do. Uh, stay tuned for Claudia and the Loaf. They're here. Uh, they got a milk crate this week. And try to do the best you can and help those who can't. All we can do. live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, mutinyradio.fm has the best programming the internet ocean has to offer you.
again hello we are claudia and i'm the loaf <laughs> and uh wow there goes my mic stand um yeah how's it going everybody tonight we're bringing you our presentation of jamaican honky talk first hour is jamaican classic reggae dance hall some ska thrown in there we got all kinds of fun stuff for you yeah we even traveled across the pond over to check out some uh we're gonna check out some of that uh that two-tone ska that kind of weaves into it as well. And the second hour is all going to be honky-tonk, country and country and western. And <laughs> both kinds. Both kinds. American <laughs> folk and uh, a little bit of rockabilly. I think I kind of figured like the the rockabilly and this like the ska are kind of the same thing. Like oh, you got the, the roots of it, and then like this, you know, very specific. Fun kind of dance to fun, fun, fun to dance to kind of thing. Yeah, but yeah, Jamaican honky tonk. Welcome, welcome to the party. It's um, funny when you know when you first uh, suggested this. My my initial reaction was like, wait, what? <laughs> but uh, the more I thought about it, the more it really makes sense. It's just like really down home folk music. It's all folk music, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, let's what did have, we play there? What What did we play there? We <laughs> played, yeah, right. There was, there was a, the in crowd started us off with Mango Walk. Um, off uh, this uh, Darker Than Blue compilation we got. Uh, also off that one was Al Brown, Ain't No Love in the Heart of the City. I know what Al's talking about there, you know what I mean? And then we uh, moved over to um, this really great uh, record uh, of Claudia's uh, The Rise of Jamaican Dance Hall Culture, volume something or other. And uh, we did, what was it off that? It was um, The Guns. A uh, song about guns uh, yeah. and gun violence. And then we followed that up with... Uh, Black Uhuru. Uh, was another song about guns. Yeah, yeah, Youth of Eglinton. They're one of my favorites. Um, I listened to them a lot a long time ago, but it's hard to remember because I was 22. And I smoked, <laughs> smoked a lot of weed and was listening to reggae, but I remember them being one of my favorites, though. And they're, they're still great to listen to, for sure. And we finished up that set with the Scatolites with Guns of Navarone. So a lot of guns in that first set. Bang, 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 <laughs> bang. Um, what do we got up next, Claudia? Coming up next, we got Desmond Decker with 007 oh, yeah. Shantytown. You can't go wrong with Desmond Decker. Yeah, so. great, great song there. Well, so. why don't you fire that up? All right, sounds All right. good.
shoot, them a win a shanty Them a loot, them a shoot, them a win a shanty And go by the preservation a shanty tongue And a roof by a bum up the town Longer. 
Well, hello. Welcome wow. back. Yeah, that was a that was a lot of music in a short amount of time. Yeah, that was quite the set there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so oh. jiggle the cord, jiggle the cord. <laughs> wow. So yeah, we're about, about about halfway or so through our our, our uh, Jamaican part of the Jamaican honky tonk. Yeah, kicking us off there was Desmond Decker with 007 Shantytown. Um, from there, we went to Toots and the Maytals with 5446 was my number, which is one of my personal favorite songs um, of any of any genre. I love that song. I was dancing around the studio a bit. <laughs> from there, we went to Baba Brooks and his band with Duck Soup. And I love then, Duck Soup. Yeah, Duck Soup. The you song... The soup. The soup. <laughs> just, you can't go wrong. All of it. All of it. It's good stuff. From there, was it Rico that we had? Yeah, Rico uh, with um, Sea Cruise. Sea Cruise. Yeah, yeah. Ooh-wee. Ooh-wee. <laughs> Ooh-wee, baby. We had some Sea Cruise. And then the last one of that set was what? The Selector? Yeah, The Selector with uh, Three Minute Hero, which, um, ironically, this is an instrumental by Selector that I'm playing right now in the background, um, and I'm actually queuing up another Selector track as we speak. I don't know if you know this or not, or could tell, but Selector is, is, is probably my favorite ska band, uh, or at least one of them. I, I, I do love them, and we got this set of 45s, and there's all kinds of treasures and awesome stuff. Uh, that's where we're getting a lot of uh, the two-tone stuff from and the ska stuff, but um, yeah, you can't go wrong with Selector. Um, if you are having those troubles, maybe, just maybe, you're, you're under too much pressure.
listen. No seven, West Jamaica, true is mountain, shining down the river. All my friends there, pulling on those reeds, young and then the mountain, going like a breeze. They tell me of a pine in the sky Waiting for me when I die But between the day you're born and when you die They never even seem to hear you cry So as sure as the sun will shine I'm gonna get my share now What's mine? The harder they come, the harder they fall, one and all. The harder they come, the harder they fall, one and all. Well, the officers are trying to keep me down. 
trying to drive me underground. And they think that they have got the battle won. I say, forgive them, Lord, they know not what they've done. Cause as sure as the sun will shine, I'm gonna get my share now of what's mine. just a day you've broken your promise and you've left me here alone i don't know why you did dear but i do know that you're gone i'm walking the floor over you i can't sleep a wink that is true i'm hoping and i'm praying as my heart breaks right in two walking the floor over you Oh, pick it out, Smitty. Now, darling, you know I love you well. Love you more than I can ever tell. I thought that you wanted me and always would be mine. But you went and left me here with troubles on my mind 
I'm walking the floor over you. I can't sleep a wink, that is true. I'm hoping and I'm praying as my heart breaks right in two. Walking the floor over you. Oh, do it pretty, son. Someday you may be lonesome too Walking the floor is good for you Just keep right on walking and it won't hurt you to cry Remember that I love you and I will the day I die I'm walking the floor over you I can't sleep a wink, that is true I'm hoping and I'm praying as my heart breaks right in two Walking the floor over you. Wowzers. Wowzers indeed. That was uh, a lot of ground oh. to cover there. Do we, oh. can we, do we even? Yes. That was, a, that was a lot of good stuff. That was a lot of great stuff. We're dancing our asses off here <laughs> in the studio here at Mutiny Radio headquarters, buried deep in the mission at our not so, te- not so secret location. But um, And you're also welcome to come join us. we got chairs out there. The door is open. Um, but yeah, we'll talk more about that later. But yeah, we had a lot of great music there. What did we start off with? Um, the Selector, Too Much Pressure. We did. From there, we went into uh, Don Penn with No, 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 one of my favorites. Um, then we had Stop That Train with Keith and Tex. Keith and, and, Keith and Tex showed up tonight. Keith that's, and that's, Tex showed up both. They, they, they were on time. Yep, yep. Shout out to Keith and Tex. <laughs> And then we uh, had some Toots and the Maytals. Can't go wrong doing, with those. Uh, Take Me Home, Country Road. Which L- is nice. Kind of leaning in towards the uh, the country hour there. Yeah, it's kind of slid in a little bit. Yeah, and, and then, then uh, Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson doing uh, Harder They Come, which is uh, a really, you know, a reggae classic. Yeah, but, perfect you know, little crossover. Like, and this is the one time I didn't bring any weed with me down to the, the studio. But I'm promising you, after listening to Willie Nelson... Do a reggae classic. I'm gonna roll the fattest joint. <laughs> I think I might have ever rolled when I get home. I'm in the mood. Yeah, I'm I was the laughing mood. earlier. You, you realized that's the that's the bind, the tie that binds here <laughs> is, is marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> Willie Nelson, marijuana, reggae. Yes. Yes. Um, then, All the um, and then we had um, Ernest Tubbs. Ernest Tubbs, uh, uh, walking the floor over you. One of my grandfather's favorite songs. He used to listen to that on the radio when he was a youngster. And, um, yeah, it's a great song. Ernest Tubbs, old-timey, old, old-timey, you know, country. You know, people say, like, oh, I like old-school country. I like Johnny Cash. I'm like, well, that's, that's old. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, no, if you, if you go back, there's some, there's some real good gems back there. And Ernest Tubbs. And I actually got a song coming up later from his son, who uh, turned out to be a little rockabilly guy, and later went on to some country fame as well, but... Right now, um, what do we got here? What are we doing? What's going on? Are we doing the, the guys up here or the guys down there? The guys down here. Oh, you might, this, um, this guy you might have heard of. A guy named Hank Williams Jr. Or no, Hank Williams, sorry. Oh, oh. further to oh. Uh, Flat and Scruggs. Oh, we're doing Flat and Scruggs next. Sorry, sorry. I'm, I'm, uh, oh, I'm I can't read a list, people. Yeah. I'm, uh, 
<laughs> Georgia Public Education. I like just, just you. Anytime I, I get dumb, just please understand what my education process well, in was true, like. In, in true ADHD fashion, I hyper focused and made a super organized list of everything we were playing, and then left it on the coffee table. So, <laughs> so we're going into some flattened scrugs right now. Uh, this one's called "Don't Let Your Deal Go." Don't let your deal go down. That's good advice.
You'd be right back But you've been gone a long 
Now you know that that ain't right You know it's wrong to stay away so long Each night I walk the floor And sit there looking at the door I should have known your so long meant goodbye I'll take your hat right off my rack Cause you're never coming back And I don't need your kind of loving anymore
off with the flats and scrugs don't let your deal go down and from there we went into hank williams lovesick blues which is a wonderful song there's many iterations of that song we had a hard time picking because uh the 
the Patsy Cline version is just stellar. Oh my God, their growl in that song is just one of the best, uh, the best ever. But you know, you gotta have a uh, have old Hank there. Oh, what are we doing? We're running around. We've been dancing. We've been <laughs> dancing our asses off. Like, I thought I thought the dancing was gonna subside a little bit when we got to the honky tonk part of the Jamaican honky tonk, but. Not so much. It, it, not so much. It's a little slower, maybe a little like uh, more evenly paced, a little more on the, a little more on the honky, <laughs> <laughs> than the tonky, than, than the tonky. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure, for sure. But um, yeah, after uh, after Hank, we played Reno and Smiley with "Don't Let Temptation Turn You Round." Um, then we had Moon Mulligan, "I'll Take Your Hat Right Off My Rack." <laughs> Oh, and he will, too. Yeah, he totally will. Some of these songs, like, especially these old songs, you know, you hear them, you're like, is that dirty? I don't know. I can't tell. <laughs> I'll take your hat right off my rack. Um, from there, we went into uh, Don Gibson's Sea of Heartbreak, which is one of my personal favorites. I love that song. And we were, good thing the mics were down because we were having a sing-along here in the studio while that was happening. <laughs> And we ended that set with Homer and Jethro, Don't Let Your Sweet Love Die. Uh, right now, behind us, we got the sweet sounds of Jim Leahy. Uh, John, <laughs> Jim Leahy, damn you, you got me. John Fahey. Jim Leahy is a character from the show Trailer Park Boys. It's not who we're listening to. We're listening to the beautiful sounds of John Fahey. Very close, very close there. Um, <laughs> And now we're going to keep it going uh, pretty soon here with a little more of the honky-tonk. Um, what do we got coming up there, Lil? Well, we're about to play some uh, Carl Perkins, the man himself. But I am not the best at queuing up records, and I'm not the best at deciding which song I want to play. So um, I'm trying to get the track four here. Uh, sorry, not sorry. If you want to do some talking, I can do some queuing. All right, I'll do some talking. You do some queuing. If you need, here, here, here are the cue and mics, or the things, I don't know. Yeah, Carl Perkins. Uh, wow. You know, he's the guy that wrote Blue Suede Shoes. A lot of people don't understand that. But, uh, yeah, and um, was a very humble man, a really nice guy uh, by all of the people who worked close to him. Um, lived in Tennessee pretty much his whole life, and born and raised there. But there's a story... Um, I may, I may have this a little bit wrong, but I'm going to tell the story anyway. Um, Carl Perkins was actually on his way to the Ed Sullivan Show two weeks before uh, Elvis uh, was scheduled to do the, uh, you know, his famous Blue Suede Shoes performance on the Ed Sullivan Show. Carl Perkins was actually on his way to, to the show, and they got in a car wreck, and I believe it was his drummer died in the car wreck. Oh, my God. And he was... Uh, kind of, you know, put out a commission, you know. And then two weeks later, Pretty Boy, Elvis, what's his name, comes and uh, you know, steals some thunder. But I've always loved Carl Perkins, and he, he skates all the lines. He's like, he bops the blues, you know, which is like the spirit of country, really. And he can go anywhere from, like, straight-up rockabilly madness to just, like, a pop rock and roll song to just, like, a, a country you know, ballad, and he was, uh, he was, like, one of the first, like, real crossover artists in that way, and I've always been a big fan. Um, yeah, let's, let's fire this up. Yeah, I think the moral of that story is fuck Elvis Presley. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I can appreciate a lot of what he did. 
he he stole a lot of music from a lot of my favorite blues singers too, and they never got any credit for it or he's, very he's, little. He's, he stole opportunities from like even the white boys. <laughs> yeah, just he all was, around. He was mansplaining to other men. Basically, I guess though. I mean, I guess like hate the player, not the or hate. What is it? Hate the hate, hate the game, not, not the, the player. player or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Don't hate I, the player, hate I the game. I love the game. I'm just yeah. hating that. I just don't think he's a player. You know. Yeah. Um. I mean, no. He, he, yeah. Sure. I mean, I can't argue. He's got a good set of pipes and all that, but. At the end of the day, he ain't no Carl Perkins. He ain't no Carl Perkins. And uh, there's only one, actually. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Tonight, be 
traveling, I thought you knowed. I've been a having some hard traveling way down the road. I've been a having some hard traveling, hard rambling, hard gambling. Been a having some hard traveling, Lord. I've been riding them fast rattlers. Test, test, test. Yeah, that sounds nice. Our guests today are Lisa Patterson and Marta Patini, two architects and activists in Portland, Oregon, who are using their expertise in design. Oh, there's music on. Here we go. Our guests today, our guests today, our guests today are Lisa Patterson and Marta Patini. Ha! Our guests today, I'm going to pull this down. <clears throat> Our guests today are Lisa Patterson and Marta Patini, two architects and activists in Portland, Oregon, who are using their expertise in design in service to their community to create and provide solutions for essential resources for the local houseless population. We talk with them about their efforts with specific projects, the Kenton Women's Village, Hygiene for All, and also much more. Lisa is a designer, researcher, artist, and a writer. She's currently a project manager for Hygiene for All, a houseless design and led hopeful. Nope. Okay, bring it up in the thing. Gmail. Get more messages. Get off the Wi Fi. Lisa is a designer, researcher, artist, and writer. She's currently a project manager for Hygiene for All, a houseless designed and led hospitality hub in the central east side of Portland. She's also a designer for Risa Boyer Architecture. In all of her work, she aspires to create designs that empower communities and the environment. Since moving to Portland, she's completed graduate school and worked with the Center for Public Interest Design on several projects, including the Kenton Women's Village and design research on the potential for transit stations to maximize social justice in underserved communities in Sacramento, California. 
Directly after earning her Master of Architecture degree from Portland State University, she taught an undergraduate studio in the School of Architecture that focused on the design of microtransit stations for the rural community of Knight's Landing, California. Her role in this project, as well as the design and build of the Kenton Women's Village, was a collaborative and inspired... Damn it. Lisa is a designer, researcher, artist, and writer. She's currently a project manager for Hygiene for All, a houseless-designed and led hospitality hub in the central east side of Portland. She's also a designer for Risa Boyer Architecture. And in all of her work, she aspires to create designs that empower communities and the environment. Since moving to Portland, she's completed graduate school and worked with the Center for Public Interest Design on several projects, including the Kenton Women's Village, and design research on the potential for transit stations to maximize social justice in underserved communities. Directly after earning her Master of Architecture degree from Portland State University, she taught an undergraduate studio in the School of Architecture that focused on the design of a microtransit station for the rural community of Knight's Landing, California. Her role in this project, as well as the design and build of the Kenton Women's Village, was collaborative and inspired her to continue exploring the power of design build, both in her profession and pedagogy. Lisa completed her undergraduate studies of Lisa um let's start that over bounce that up to the submixer at Pittsburgh Steel, I thought you knowed. I've been a dumping that red hot slag way down the road. I've been a blasting, I've been a firing, I've been a pouring red hot iron, and I've been a hitting some hard traveling lord. I've been a late. Lisa is a designer, researcher, artist, and writer. Lisa is a designer, researcher, artist, and writer. She is currently a project manager for Hygiene for All, a houseless designed and led hospitality hub in the central east side of Portland. She's also a designer for Risa Boyer Architecture, and in all of her work, she aspires to create designs that empower communities and the environment. Since moving to Portland, she has completed graduate school and worked with the Center for Public Interest Design on several projects, including the Kenton Women's Village and design research on the potential for transit stations to maximize the social justice in underserved communities here in California, in Sacramento. Directly after earning her Master of Architecture degree from Portland State, she taught an undergraduate studio I'd say, damn it. Directly after earn. Blah, blah, blah. 
Since moving to Portland, she's completed graduate school and worked with the Center for Public Interest Design on several projects, including the Kenton Women's Village and design research on the potential for transit stations to maximize social justice in underserved communities in Sacramento, California. Directly after earning her Master of Architecture degree from Portland State, she taught an undergraduate... Did I... Damn it, it's the second time I did that. Since moving to Portland, she's completed grad... Since moving to Portland, she's completed graduate school and worked with the Center for Public Interest Design on several projects, including the Kenton Women's Village and design research on the potential for transit stations to maximize social justice in underserved communities in Sacramento, California. Since moving to Portland, she has completed graduate school and worked with the Center for Public Interest Design. Blah. Since moving to Portland, she has completed graduate school and worked with the Center for Public Interest Design on several projects, including the Kenton Women's Village and design research on the potential for transit stations to maximize social justice in underserved communities in Sacramento, California. Directly after earning her Master of Architecture degree from Portland State University, she taught an undergraduate studio in the School of Architecture that focused on the design of microtransit station for, for the... <sighs> Fuck. Here we go. Since moving to Portland... She... Since moving to Portland... She has completed graduate school and worked with the Center for Public Interest Design on several projects, including the Kenton Women's Village and design research on the potential for transit stations to maximize social justice in underserved communities in Sacramento, California. Directly after earning her Master of Architecture degree from Portland State University, she taught an undergraduate studio in the School of Architecture that focused on the design of a microtransit station for the rural community of Knights Landing, California. Her role in this project, as well as the design and build of the Kenton Women's Village, was collaborative and inspired her to continue exploring the power of design build, both in her profession and pedagogy. Lisa completed her undergraduate studies after earning the Presidential Scholarship at the University of Kentucky at a lot of French words that I'm not going to try to pronounce because I'll butcher them, and also Shanghai University. She has worked on design-build projects in Oaxaca, Mexico, Biloxi, Mississippi, Lexington, Kentucky, as well as Portland, Oregon, where she chose Portland State to pursue the graduate certificate in public interest design. Lisa completed her undergraduate studies after earning the Presidential Scholarship at the University of Kentucky, a school with French words that I'll butcher if I attempt to pronounce them, and also Shanghai University. She has worked on design-build project in... Mm. Lisa completed her undergraduate studies after earning the Presidential Scholarship at the University of Kentucky, at a institution with a bunch of French words that I'm not going to try to pronounce because I'll butcher it, and also Shanghai University. She has worked on design-build projects in Oaxaca, Mexico, Biloxi, Mississippi, 
Lexington, Kentucky. Blah, damn it. Lisa, com- Lisa completed her undergraduate studies after earning the presidential scholarship at the University of Kentucky at a university that has French words that I'm going to... Lisa completed her undergraduate studies after earning the presidential scholarship at the University of Kentucky at an institution with various French words that I'm going to butcher, and so I won't attempt to pronounce them, and Shanghai University. She has worked on design-build projects in Oaxaca, Mexico, in Biloxi, Mississippi, Lexington, every time. Lisa completed her undergraduate studies after earning the presidential scholarship at the University of Kentucky at an institution with various French words that I would butcher were I to try to pronounce them, and Shanghai University. She has worked on design-build projects in Oaxaca, Mexico, Biloxi, Mississippi, Lexington, Kentucky, as well as Portland, Oregon, where she chose Portland State specifically to pursue the graduate certificate in public interest design. During her graduate studies, she also worked as the GTA for architecture and cultural history and theory. She is the 2018 recipient of the Hatfield Architectural Award for Design Promise and Community Service, the Propel Studio Award for Design Excellence, and the STAR Research Grant for exploring sustainable solutions within her graduate thesis. And when she isn't critiquing the built world, she can be found enjoying the non-built. She loves to trail run and backpack and take her corgi sugar on walks around the park. She also loves to bake chocolate chip cookies. Okay, Marta, 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 gonna introduce Marta. Marta is an Italian licensed architect, project manager, and researcher specialized in working with underserved communities and in emergency and post-disaster scenarios. She currently works at the Homelessness Research and Action Collaborative at Portland State University. Ooh. Marta is an Italian licensed architect pro- Marta is an Italian licensed Marta is an Italian licensed architect, project manager and researcher specialized in working with underserved communities and in emergency and post-disaster scenarios. She currently works at the Homelessness Research and Action Collaborative at Portland State University, where she utilizes design skills to address homelessness at multiple scales. In recent years, she has worked on a variety of research and design-built projects in Italy, Spain, Ecuador, and the United States as a team member for 
In recent years, she has worked on a variety of research and design-built projects here in the United States, also abroad in Italy, Spain, and Ecuador as a team member in for-profit and non-profit uh, in recent years, she has worked on a variety of research and design-built projects in Italy, Spain, Ecuador, and the United States as a team member in for-profit and non-profit organizations, an independent consultant, and an adjunct professor at the Portland State University, at Portland State University, where she taught a graduate architecture studio on disaster preparedness and community resilience. In recent years, she has worked on a variety of research and design-built projects here in the United States, also in Italy, Spain, and Ecuador. She's been a team member in for-profit and non-profit organizations. She's an independent consultant and also an adjunct professor at Portland State University, where she taught a graduate architecture studio on disaster preparedness and community resilience. In her practice, she merges design and research in the belief that successful outcomes are only possible through a symbiotic exchange between the two. While using design as a tool to empower and address the needs of underserved communities worldwide, she is also particularly interested in challenging the meaning of success and failure in design. Marta completed her studies at the University of Technology in Poland. How do you pronounce Dansk? Is that Dansk? How do you pronounce Dansk? Oh, gee. Gdańsk? Dansk? Gdańsk? Marta completed her studies at the University of Technology Gdańsk, I think is how it's pronounced in Poland. Universidad Central de Ecuador in Quito, Ecuador. Politecnico of Milan. Politecnico of Milan, Italy. Okay. Marta completed her studies at the University of Gdańsk, I believe is how it's pronounced, in Poland. Universidad Central de Ecuador, in Quito, Ecuador. And Politecnico of Milan, Italy, where she gained a bachelor and master in the science and architecture with the highest honors. For her master thesis, together with two colleagues, she built Caimanta, a community-based project developed with and for indigenous community in Ecuador. She is the winner of Sentieri Creativi Design Competition in 2016, and her profile has been showcased on the Italian journal. I'll put it in the blah, blah down below. So I'm not going to pronounce that. And her, um, Marta completed her studies at the University of Technology Gdańsk, I believe it's how it's pronounced, in Poland, Universidad Central de Ecuador, in Quito, Ecuador, and Politecnico of Milan, Italy, where she gained a bachelor and master in the science of architecture with the highest honors. 
For her master thesis, together with two of her colleagues, she built Kaimanta, a community-based project developed with and for an indigenous community in Ecuador. She is the winner of design competitions, and her profile has been showcased in Italian journals, um, both of which, again, I won't... Marta completed her studies at University of Technology Gdańsk, I believe is how it's pronounced, in Poland, Universidad Central de Ecuador, in Quito, Ecuador, and Politecnico of Milan, Italy, where she gained a bachelor and master in the science of architecture with the highest honors. Marta completed her studies abroad, and I'm going to attempt to pronounce these because I believe I know how to say them, Marta completed her studies abroad, and I'm going to do my best on these, these words. Marta completed her studies abroad, outside of the United States, and I'm going to do my best to pronounce these properly. At the University of Gdańsk in Poland, Universidad Central de Ecuador in Quito, Ecuador, and Politecnico of Milan, Italy where she gained a bachelor and master in the science of architecture with the highest honors. For her master thesis, together with two of her colleagues, she built Kaimanta, a community-based project developed with and for indigenous community in Ecuador. She is the winner of design competitions, and her profile has been showcased in, in journals in, in Italy. Following her passion for post-disaster and emergency design solutions, in 2017, she earned her second master's in international cooperation and sustainable emergency architecture at UIC, which is in Barcelona, Spain. She's fluent in various languages, English, Italian, Spanish. She's fluent in various languages and she is fluent in various languages, Italian, English, Spanish. She loves traveling to different places, meeting new cultures, immersing herself in nature, and eating a tasty lasagna plate when she's at home. I love that. I like cookies and lasagna. Me too. <laughs> oh, yeah, I could go for some lasagna and chocolate chip cookies too. That'd be awesome. She's fluent in various languages, Italian, English, Spanish. She loves traveling to different places, meeting new cultures, immersing herself in nature, and when she's at home, she enjoys eating a tasty plate of lasagna. I would love to eat food with these two, lasagna and chocolate chip cookies. Heck yeah, sign me up. I'm about those two things too. <laughs> she's fluent in Italian, English, and Spanish. She's fluent in various languages, Italian, English, Spanish. She loves traveling, meeting new cultures, and immersing herself in nature. And she loves to enjoy some lasagna when she's at home. Mm, me too, Lisa and Marta. I love chocolate chip cookies and lasagna, and ordinarily I'll eat them in that order. So um, I agree, those things sound yummy. Mm, me too. I love lasagna and chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> Ooh, I love me some lasagna and chocolate chip cookies, but ordinarily they're in... I love 
Mm. It wouldn't be an episode. It wouldn't be an episode. Uh, this is actually the second. So this is act. This is actually the second time we have attempted to record this conversation, and it wouldn't be. Well, it wouldn't be an episode with. I'm tired of singing Irish tenor all the time. You know? Ever since I met Johnny Cash, I, my voice has been gradually sinking, but it ain't. It isn't nowhere near, and it never has been as low as Dylan's. I love that lowness that he can get in. We made the wish, we said the prayer, we concentrated and we meditated, and right there. In that very grand ballroom of the Malala Motel in East Hong Kong, Illinois, there appeared a genie. <laughs> 